hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Type Disciple Talks. I am your host, Esco the Disciple. I'll be kicking with you guys for the next couple of moments. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thanks to everyone who has already subscribed, everyone who is going to subscribe, anybody who's been rocking with your boy. I certainly appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting. Um, it's not anything that I take for granted. I realize that you guys could be doing other things with your time other than listening to me talk, uh, but you guys have decided to come and check me out, so I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for rocking with your boy. Well, now that we done got that out the way, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. So the topic for this week is peace. Peace. P-E-A-C-E. Peace. And I felt that this was a pretty good uh, topic to talk about. Um, it's, if you think about it, it's kind of of a continuation for what I talked about last week when I dealt with healing. Um, the next step after you have begun your healing process is to seek out the peace in your life. Peace is very important, man, because it's hard to live in this world without peace, man. It's, it's really, really hard. And a lot of people think that, you know, chaos, some people like chaos, but honestly, at the end of the day, everybody, I feel like people want to live in this life peacefully. You know, we should never want to have a lot of conflict. We should never want to have a lot of chaos going around us. We want to live freely. We want to live in peace. So I feel, definitely feel like we should, we should operate and move within that um, arena of peace. Now, what's the definition of peace? Let's start there. The dictionary describes peace as a state of tranquility or quiet or the absence of war or chaos. Now, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of people, I, I feel like there are more people that are not in the military versus that are actually in the military. So there's a lot more civilians. So a lot of times when people think about war, they think about like going overseas, fighting, guns and all that stuff. But how many of you guys know that you can actually have war right within your own personal being? You can have mind, you can have war within your mind. And so the absence of war and chaos is the definition of peace. Now, one thing that's very important that I just want to start off by saying is that in order for you to achieve peace, you have to find yourself. You have to find who you are in life. You have to figure out what is it that you like and what you don't like, what you prefer and what you don't prefer. And ultimately, once you kind of, that's kind of like the basis of what you go for when you talk about peace. The thing about peace is that a lot of times where people go wrong when seeking peace is that where they give, where they put their energy into, or what things that they allow to permeate their atmosphere. And when I say atmosphere, I mean your surroundings, your surroundings, the things that are in, that are immediately around you. That's where a lot of people have issues with peace is that they have um, all this junk and all this garbage coming all at them. And that's what disturbs their peace. But one thing I'm here to encourage you guys today is what we as people need to do is to stop giving the minor things that come at us major energy. 
So all those little things, all those jabs that people take at you, um, they talk bad about you, they, they say things about you, don't give it any energy because there's a scripture that says in the Bible, um, when I resist it, it'll flee. So eventually, if you don't give energy to certain types of things, eventually it'll it'll dissipate. It'll it'll go away. Yeah, you have things that are stronger than others, and they continue to try to come at you, come at you, come at you. But eventually, if you just stop paying attention to it, eventually it has to go away. It has to, because for example, you feed a plant. If you feed it, if you give a plant water, it's going to continue to grow. If you give a plant food, it's going to continue to grow. But if you stop feeding that plant, eventually it's going to die of starvation. You don't water a plant for a while and it eventually will die. So that's the same thing you got to think about when it comes to like chaotic things and that sort of thing. Eventually, if you if you just stop dealing with it, then eventually it's going to go away. Eventually it's going to go away. And if you have that mind frame and realizing that nothing is worth the peace of mind, nothing is worth your peace of mind, then eventually you begin to see that things will begin to begin to get a lot clearer when you just start cutting, when you stop dealing with certain things. Now, a lot of times people talk about peace of mind, but they don't necessarily have a full understanding of what peace of mind is. So what is your mind? Your mind is where your thoughts generate. Your mind is where you have the actions of your body. Everything in your in your everything that you do starts with a thought. Everything that you do starts with a thought. So that's where your peace of mind comes into play. That's where your peace of mind comes into play. So when you think about your peace of mind, you think about not having chaos within your brain, not having chaos within your thoughts. So you want to do everything that you can to preserve your peace by eliminating some of the things that come into your air gate, some of the things that come into your line of sight. Now, true, you're not going to be able to control what other people do. At the end of the day, the only person that you have full control over in most cases, <laughs> let me just put that out there, in most cases, is yourself. You can't control what your enemies are going to do. You can't control what your haters are going to do. You can't control those who have who are indifferent with you. You can't control what they're going to do. But what you can control is how you react to those things. And I have recorded a video a couple months back where people say that they're going to give the same energy back to people that they give to them and that sort of thing. But my mind frame is that if it's not uplifting me, if it's not teaching me, if it's not helping me to get to the next level, then what I do is I simply don't give it any energy at all. I don't give it any energy at all because what I have come to realize on this journey of life is that my peace of mind and the peace that I want to have in my life is not going to be sacrificed by the foolishness that other entities try to bring my way. And I would encourage anybody to really just take heed to that. Really take heed to the fact that you are not going to have a situation where 
people are going to always want to do the right thing or they're always going to want to say the right thing or that sort of thing. You're not, you're not going to have that. You simply put, you're not going to have it. But what you can do is you can say, okay, yeah, they, they talking to me crazy. They talking to me greasy, but I'm not going to allow it to get to me. I'm not going to allow somebody to knock me off of my game because my peace and my mind is worth more than the foolishness that they bring my way. Now, it is very much so possible that people can see you going for peace and they could be envious. They can try to really knock you off your game just because of the fact that they see you're trying to achieve peace. And the people get envious because they wonder how is it that he can take so many lumps how is it that he can have so many things come at him, but yet still continue to keep pushing forward? But the thing is, is, is that what a lot of people don't realize is that peace or the act of achieving peace is not going to be easy. I remember my mother saying this, and I think she got this from my grandfather, God rest his soul, where he used to always say, Anything that's worth anything will never be easy. You think about it. You go to school, you go to college. It's not easy for you to get that degree. That's why not everybody does it. Or you think about people who are entrepreneurs. It's not easy to chase a hustle. That's why everybody can't do it. Anything that's worth anything in life will never be easy. It'll never be easy. But those things that are not easy usually are going to be worth it for you. If you put the work in, if you have the integrity behind what you're trying to do, then you'll be able to achieve whatever it is that you have a desire to achieve if you put that work in. So when it comes to peace, what a lot of people don't realize is that peace is not something that's going to be handed to you. As a matter of fact, you're going to have a lot of things that are going to oppose your peace. You're going to have a lot of things that come to disturb your peace. But what you got to do is you got to rise above it, man. You got to say, you know what? I, I know what this is. I know what this is trying to do, but I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to keep pushing regardless because, again, my peace is worth it to me. My well-being is worth it to me. The goals that I have in life is worth it to me. And I'm not going to care what a hater say. I'm not going to care what somebody tries to do to me, you know, because my peace is worth it. And yeah, this is not something that's going to be easy, man. It's, it's not going to be easy for you to go to go try to get your peace. But it's worth the effort. It's worth the effort. And sometimes it's going to be trial and error. You're going to have to figure out what brings you peace. And that brings me to my next point. Don't allow anybody else to determine what brings you peace? Some things that may not be a big deal to them may be a big deal to you. And vice versa. What you don't what you might not feel is a big deal may be a big deal to somebody else. But that's why peace is personal. The journey to peace is personal. We all have our goals in life and we all have our paths in life that we have to walk. So therefore, you have to figure out what it is that brings you peace, what it is that brings you joy. And once you have identified that thing, that series of things that bring you joy or bring you peace, now you have to put the work in. 
people want to say, oh, I want peace, I want peace, but they don't want to work at it. And unfortunately, I'm here to tell you that that's not how that works, man. That's not how that works. Peace is something that you are going to have to put work in in order for you to achieve. It's easy to have chaos. It's easy to go out there and disrupt things. All you got to do, you know, we live in an area of social media. All you got to do is put something crazy online and now you got a whole bunch of people scared or you ain't got to do is say something and then you got people arguing, fighting, cussing and all that stuff just simply by saying something. But when we realize that peace is not something that can be taken lightly, peace is not something that can be taken for granted and more importantly, peace won't be easy. Now you got to really, you got to lace up your boots, you got to put your combat gear on and you got to go for it go for yours go for your peace because at the end of the day you have to ask yourself do i love myself enough to fight for what i believe in and if the answer to that question is yes now you got to put in a game plan to go for what it is that you're trying to achieve and once you put that game plan into effect now and you also have your mind made up that you're going to follow through with that game plan nobody can stop you nobody can stop you so remember guys to find peace within yourself you have to find yourself and you have to find out who you are and the second point that we brought so far is is that finding peace won't be easy especially when you live in a world full of chaos especially when being in this world you have a whole bunch of things that are going to come at, that are going to try to get at you but nevertheless you still have to seek out that peace that you are that you are trying to obtain and realize that it's going to take some work it's definitely going to take some work it's not going to be easy but again you are the author of your own book i said that last week you get to decide how that book is going to go you get to decide what it is that you want your life to look like you get to decide what it is that brings you peace and once you figure that out now you can get you can begin to process of going for that peace obtaining that peace and more importantly maintaining that peace because it's not good enough to just get peace because we, we want peace to be lasting we don't want it to be some fly by night we want it to be something that is sustainable so once you figure out what it is that brings you peace, now you have to put the work in to maintain your peace, right? And ultimately, peace is going to be the result of hard work. It's going to be the result of hard work. You're also going to have ups and downs in your journey, realizing that some days you're going to be, you're going to feel like you're right there on the cusp of achieving it. And some days you're going to feel like you're miles away. But nevertheless, you got to keep going, man. You got to keep going and realizing that life is an emotional journey. Your peace journey is going to be emotional. You're going to have you can ups, you're going to have downs like a heart monitor. But just continue to go because as long as it goes up and down, that means you're still living. That means you still got something to go for. Also realizing that the journey of going for peace is going to be about your growth. It's going to be about how you grow through the process. See, the thing about peace is, is that it's going to require growth. What, I, what do I mean by that? 
a child that is just born does not necessarily know what's best for them. But as they progress in life and as they go forward on life, they start to learn what's good for them, what's not good for them. It doesn't mean that they're always going to make the right decisions, but nevertheless, they, you know, you get a grasp of what's what, what's right and what's wrong. And the same thing in your peace journey. It's going to be about trial and error. It's going to be about, hey, well, I thought this brought me peace, but it actually doesn't. Or maybe it's something that you overlooked, but now after taking a look at it again, you realize that it's something that can actually benefit you. So continue to realize that there is no carbon copy for your journey in peace. Your journey to your peace is personal. Your journey to your peace is going to be like DNA. It's going to be different from person to person to person. But nevertheless, figuring out what it is that you are going for is going to be worth the effort that you're going to put in to maintain your peace and to go forward within your peace. It's going to be some tear. It's going to be some watershed moments when you go for your peace, because and this is going to be the tough one for people to really, really think about. There is going to be some people that are in your life that you're going to realize that although you feel fond of them or although you have you feel a certain way about them, they're not going to be. Um, promoters of your peace. Let me say it a different way. Some people in your life, even though they don't necessarily mean harm, they are going to be harmful to your journey for peace. That's a tough pill to swallow. That's a really tough pill to swallow because you got people that you feel are going to be in your life forever, man. You got people that you feel like you go rock with for the rest of your life, only to find out that they're no good for you. Just because something or someone feels good to you, <laughs> it does not mean that they are good for you. And once people realize that, then it will help them to elevate to another level on their journey in seeking peace. People are not always going to recognize the legwork that you have to do to maintain your peace. I want you to understand that. You can tell somebody that you are on a peace journey all day, every day. But unfortunately, they, they may not necessarily get it. And that's okay. Because the only person that the peace journey has to make sense to is you. It's you. Like I said last week, the only person that you have to deal with 24 hours a day and seven days a week is you. And with God's help, you can go forward in that journey on your way to peace. Not your significant other, not your mother, your father, your cousin, your brother, your sister. You are the only person that has to deal with you all the time. So you have to make sure that you are on your journey trying to seek peace. You have to make sure that you are comfortable with seeking that peace. And you have to make sure ultimately, man, that once you figure out your lane to your journey on peace, that you can maintain that peace. 
you're going to have people that comes in your life solely for the purpose of disturbing your peace. You got to recognize that as well. There are people out there that whose mission of life is solely to cause confusion, cause discord, cause combativeness, all those things. You got people that are, they, that's, that's, their, that's their goal in life, is to really just be chaotic. But realizing that, okay, this is what they're coming with, but you know what? I don't have to allow your foolishness in my bubble. I don't have to allow you to disturb my peace solely because of the purpose, solely because of the fact that you want to. I don't have to allow it. At the end of the day, what's allowed will continue. So if you allow someone to confuse you, if you allow somebody to do harm to you emotionally, psychologically, if you continue that to allow that, it's going to continue. It's going to continue. So it's very important for you guys to realize, man, that listen, just because somebody wants to be messy doesn't mean that I have to give them the tools to be messy. Just because somebody want to hate on me doesn't mean that I have to subscribe to that narrative of hate. Just because somebody wants to knock me off that game does not mean that I have to fall down because they want me to fall down. Steadily keep it pushing, man. Keep grinding on your journey of peace and realize, man, that listen, you are the author of that book. You are the one who has to deal with you. So why would I let somebody who doesn't care about me in the way that I care about me knock me off my game and knock me off my journey for peace? Why would I allow that? Why would I knowingly allow somebody to disturb my peace? Now, if you are, if you don't recognize it at first or something, that's, you know, that's a, that's a different story because sometimes let's, let's be honest, situations of people, they, they just pretend well, they can make you think that it is one thing and it's actually not another. So people can put on a good front, but once you realize that something is not for you, you got to remove it and you got to remove it quick. Because if you keep watering chaos, if you keep watering um, discord, it's going to continue, man. It's going to continue. So that's why it's very important that you got to be watchful of what's in your air, what comes in your, your bubble. You got to be very watchful of that. You got to be careful about what you allow to come in, come around you. Because if you allow something to simmer long enough, it'll continue to grow and grow and grow. And it'll get harder and harder to remove certain things if you don't nip it in a bud as soon as you can, right? So in my own personal peace journey, there are a couple of things that I have identified that I want to share with you guys. And these are just things that I suggest to refrain from doing so that way you can work towards gaining the peace that you desire in your life. There's seven things I'm going to go over, all right? Number one, pointless debates with people. Pointless debates. If you come across somebody who always wants to argue or always wants to have a disagreement or always wants to, or just being negative... You don't have to entertain it, man. You got to let that go. Remember, 
toxicity runs rampant when you engage in those type of discussions, those type of behaviors, because again, what's a, what's the number one job of a hater? <laughs> what's the number one job of a hater? To hate. So we can't get mad at a hater for doing their job. But what we can do is we can control how we allow for it to affect us. We can control how we go about, we can control the next step. So the next thing that we do, once they come with the foolishness, you could decide, hey, you know what? I'm gonna sit there and go back and forth. I'm gonna go back and forth, whatever. I'm gonna continue to, I'm gonna continue to engage in conversation. Or you can decide, you know what? You got it, I'm good. And I'm gonna exit stage left. Because if I go right and continue with that conversation, what's that's gonna do? That's gonna frustrate me. That's gonna upset me. That's gonna raise my blood pressure. All that stuff. And at the end of the day, we wanna live a life that is as stress free as possible. I'm not saying life is gonna be always stress free because we all know that that's not true. If you in this world, you're bound to have things that are gonna come up. But you can control how you react to things, you can control the actions that you take when things come you you have control over those things so keep that in mind so that's number one number two wasting energy on one-sided relationships now people think when you when you say relationship people automatically assume that that's romantic but no it could be business relationship it could be a casual relationship it could be a friendship it could be a work relationship like with the employer it can be a lot there are different types of relationships other than romantic so if you have a relationship where it is one-sided where you are always putting out where you're always feeding that other the other party or parties in the relationship but you're not getting fed that can cause you to have a state of mind of chaos in your mind because at the end of the day you deserve to be fed just as much as you do the feeding. You deserve to have people that loves on you. You have you 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 deserve to have people that pray for you, that cover you, that um, check on you. You deserve those things. So if you're the one that's always reaching out, if you're the one that's always you know trying to maintain a relationship, if you're the one that's always cultivating a relationship but you're not getting anything back from it, you have to reevaluate that relationship. You have to decide, is this something that I really need? Do I have to entertain this relationship solely for the purpose of having a relationship? And if at the end of the day, if something causes you more harm than good, I would, I would go out on a limb and say that that's not for you. If you feel more strife, then you do joy in any kind of relationship. You have to reevaluate that relationship. I'm not necessarily saying that you have to cancel the relationship altogether, but it's worth you taking a deeper look into it and saying, do I really need to have this in my life by dealing with this situation where it's just one-sided? You have to really tell, you have really have to you have to make your mind up to really go for that and think about that. So that's number two. Number three, 
accepting and excusing certain behaviors because it's more comfortable than change. Some people are, they say that they don't like toxic toxicity, but yet it's what they know. So they figure, hey, I, I know what this is going to be. So I'm going to stay here because I know that I know what I'm going to get. No one should ever stay in a, in a situation where they know it's going to be toxic. You should not do that. Just because you're comfortable in it doesn't mean that you need to dwell in it. So if you feel like, oh, well, I'm just going, you know, yeah, it's not the best situation, but I'm going to just stay here because I'm comfortable. That's not a life to live because you can have, you can do a disservice to yourself sitting in your comfort. You can do, I'm going to say that one more time because I don't think y'all heard me. You can do a disservice to yourself by sitting in your own comfort. Comfortability is one of the, it's a gift and a curse in a sense that you, when you feel comfortable, you can feel a, you can feel a false sense of security. But if you're too comfortable, you won't allow yourself to elevate to the next level. I think about work in this particular instance. You can get so comfortable in a job and you can master the job so much that you don't want to go to the next level that might challenge you but be better for you just because of the fact that you're comfortable in a particular position. We need to get out of that mind frame that just because I'm comfortable that that's the end all be all. Because if you're, if you're not... if if you're in a situation where it's not promoting you to elevate yourself, again, that situation needs to be reevaluated. If the if the situation that you're in is not promoting your growth, that situation needs to be reevaluated. If the situation that you are in is telling you no, don't do better for yourself because we're good here, you need to reevaluate that situation. I'm never the person to tell somebody what they should or should not do because at the end of the day, everybody has to, everybody has to seek their own understanding or find their own level of understanding. But what I will say, and that's why I say reevaluate because, Hey, if you're comfortable there and you feel like that's, that's good for you, then nobody can tell you different. But if there is bigger and better things on the horizon for you, then don't let your comfortability stop you from going higher. And at the end of the day, listen, some some people are just not going to be able to understand that you have you, you want to go higher. Some people are not going to understand that you desire more in your life than what you have right now. And that's OK, because at the end of the day, again, your purpose your journey only has to make sense to you. Only has to make sense to you. And if you have a knowledge and an understanding of your journey, go for it. Go for it. Because that's what we want to do. We want to we want to go higher in a sense of not being comfortable where we are, right? So that's number three. Number four. Disregarding boundaries to fit in other people's lives. This is the I'm a go along to get along type of behavior. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with what you're doing, 
but I'm 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 a, I'm a stick around because hey, what else am I gonna do? That right there is putting yourself in harm's way. It could be physical harm, it could be legal harm, it could be mental harm, it could be psychological harm. You don't you don't ever want to just stay somewhere just just because of the fact that somebody wants you to stay there. Or you don't wanna you don't wanna put yourself in somebody's life because you feel like you wanna be there, especially if they're not giving you the indication that they want you there. Why would people subscribe to the narrative that I'm just gonna do something solely for the purpose of pleasing somebody else while I die inside? Like, think about that. Like, why would we, why would we do that? Why would we kill ourselves and destroy our boundaries solely for the purpose of somebody else being comfortable? Why would we do that? Have you ever thought? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why? Why would you do that? Because anybody that cares anything about you, like, like, really care about you. They're never going to tell you that you should destroy your boundaries for their sake. People that really love and care about you will respect your boundaries and they will adjust accordingly. Now, you don't want to tell anybody else to lower their boundaries or change their boundaries for you either. That works in reverse. But as far as personally, you don't ever want to... You don't ever want to put yourself in a position where you have to do something different than what you normally would do for the sake of somebody else. We, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Your peace of mind is worth much more than the destroying of your boundaries for somebody else. Just like, you know, other people are in the business of protecting their peace. You should be in the business of protecting your peace as well. And protecting your peace means you have to maintain your boundaries. Boundaries are very important. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do an episode on boundaries in the next couple of weeks, too, because I think boundaries are very important for everybody to have. So stay tuned for that as well. So that's number four. Number five, holding on to people or situations because of how long you've been in a situation or the time that you have invested. That's a poor excuse to destroy your peace just because of time invested. That's a very poor excuse. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't always get this one right here because I thought, well, I put so much time and effort into people that I should be able to stick it out or ride it out. But if sticking it out and riding it out is costing you your peace, you have to reevaluate that relationship. Remember this. There's a time and a season for everything. That's scripture. That comes out of the book of Ecclesiastics. There's a time and a season for everything. Now, when I say everything, I mean everything, including people. Some people, they just run their course in your life. Some situations just run their course in your life. And when you're on this journey of life, you're going to have people that are going to fall off. People are not going to always be able to take the altitude that you're going to. 
So when you realize that you're going higher and people are trying to tug you down or they're trying to discourage you from elevating yourself, that's a red flag right there. And that's something that you have to really prompt yourself to realize, listen, do I really need this relationship? Do I really need to have somebody that's going to discourage me from going higher, going to the next level? Just because you have, just because you've been dealing with a friend for 20 years, does that, does, that does not mean that you have to continue the friendship just because of how long it's been. Now, because there's time invested, you might want to really make sure, and I'm a promoter of always exhausting options, so I don't want to just say, all right, that's it, I'm going to just throw it away. But if you have tried, if you have made efforts, and it's not really lining up the way that you want it to line up in your life, then you have to make the evaluation of that situation. So that's number five. Two more, and then I'll be done. Well, actually, really one more, actually. When we overlook the blessings that we have been granted in our life to focus on the chaos that is in our life, we stifle our peace. We stifle our peace. If you if you have the mind frame that, yeah, I'm blessed. I got a roof over my head. Yeah, you know, I got a job. Um, yeah, you know, I have, you know, people that care about me. If you neglect all of those things just for the purpose of maintaining a toxic friendship, a toxic relationship, you're doing yourself a disservice. And your peace is worth much more than that. Your peace is much is worth much more than that. So in closing, guys, I want to say this. Never forget how important your peace is to you. And don't ever allow anyone to determine what brings you peace because your peace is personal. It might not be a big deal to them, but you should never expect your peace journey to be worth more to somebody else than it is to you. Simply put, and I'm going to say that again, you should never expect anybody to care more about your peace journey, your journey to peace, more then you care about it for yourself because it's not their journey to walk. It's not their shoes to fill. Your peace of mind is important. Your peace of mind is valuable. Your peace of mind is necessary. It's necessary. So don't ever forget it, guys. Don't ever forget on this journey of life that you're walking. Value your peace. Protect your peace at all costs. And anything that comes to destroy your peace, you have to do what you must to make sure that you maintain your peace. If that means getting rid of some friends that you've had for years and years and years, so be it. Because if you feel like they're disturbing your peace, how valuable is that friendship if you really think about it? Or if you feel like they're causing chaos in your life, how valuable is that relationship in your life? So remember, guys, don't give minor things major energy. Don't allow the power to other people to destroy your peace. Protect your peace at all costs. And keep working at it. 
don't think that you've arrived. Don't think just because you've reached a certain level that the work is done. Peace might be an ongoing thing. And it's a, it's a shape-shifted thing in the sense that what brings you peace today might not necessarily bring you peace tomorrow. Your values may change from year to year. So you might have a thought process where you feel like it's okay to be in the midst of a lot of chaos. But then as you grow and as you start to see things differently, your values change and therefore your peace of mind may change as a result of that. So remember, guys, peace is of the utmost important, man. Don't ever allow anybody to steal that peace from you. And if they're coming to try to destroy your peace, you have to, you got some decisions to make. Nobody can make those decisions for you. You got to sit down and reevaluate the relationships that you have in your life to make sure that your peace is being maintained. And I'm going to go ahead and end this on a word of prayer. As you guys should know by now about me, I'm very much so in tune with my faith in God. Faith is very important to me. As you can see in my shirt, I'm blessed. Doesn't mean that I have it all together, but I know who I am and I know whose I am. So faith is very important to me. Prayer is very important to me. And with you guys' permission, I like to take a few moments to just pray for peace, pray for anyone who feels like they are lacking peace, and just really allow God to really intervene in the situations where peace may be lacking. So if you guys will join me in a word of prayer, um, I'm going to go ahead and do this to the glory of God. Again, this is not me talking at this point. This is, I'm just trying to allow God to speak through me here. Will you join me in a word of prayer? Most precious and heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Lord. We thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for this appointed hour, Lord. We thank you for allowing you to reign, Lord. My prayer tonight, Lord, is, is that the people don't hear me. They don't hear Esco, but they hear you speaking through me, Lord. In a time where there's a lot of chaos in the world, Lord, we are ever seeking more peace. We're ever seeking an understanding of trying to achieve that peace, Lord. And it is my prayer, Lord, that anyone that's listening to this that doesn't know peace or is having a struggle with obtaining peace, Lord, that you would intervene in a situation. You'd be able to be the eyes where they can't see. You begin to be the ears where they can't hear, Lord. You begin to encompass them, allow them to see things in a different way, Lord. Sometimes we're blinded by things that look good to us, but not realizing that they're not for us, Lord. So we pray that you give us the spirit of the sermon to realize what is for us and what is not for us. Those things, Lord, that come to destroy us, those things that come to take our peace, Lord, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that we have those things removed so that we can live at a more optimal level, Lord. Lord, it is our goal, Lord, to live in peace. It is our goal to live and with a solid peace of mind, Lord. And we know that we can try to do things on our own, on our own, Lord, but we know that some things we have to just leave it up to you, Lord. And it is my prayer this evening, Lord, that you continue to show us the way, Lord. Continue to guide us. Continue to minister to us. Continue to speak to us, Lord. Continue to show us what it is that we need to do to maintain a level of peace, Lord. Continue to show us those things that are not for us, Lord. Continue to show us, Lord, the sheep and uh, wolf clothing, Lord. The wolf and sheep clothing, excuse me. Continue to show us those things that are not for us, Lord. Continue to show us those things that disguise 
as being peaceful, but turn out to be chaos, Lord. We ask that you continue to illuminate our past, Lord. Continue to show us the way. Continue to guide us on the journey of peace, Lord. And let us realize, Lord, that it's not necessarily that we are always going to have a smooth ride on this walk of peace, Lord. But as long as it continues to go up and down like a heart monitor, we know that you are still in the midst. And you still give us the breast of life. You still give us the focus to go for it, Lord. And we will continue to walk with you. We'll continue to acknowledge you, Lord, and realizing that sometimes we can't do it on our own, but solely with your presence in our lives. And that way you will be the peacemaker in a world of chaos. You will be the peacemaker in a world of discord, Lord. And let us not forget to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise because you alone are God. And you are most certainly worthy as you were yesterday, as you are today, and you will be tomorrow and going forward. We thank you for the peace of mind that you grant us, Lord. We thank you for the moments of clarity that you thank us, Lord. And we just thank you solely for being you, for being our covering. Even when we don't acknowledge you, Lord, we thank you. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' precious and holy name. And let everyone say amen and amen. All right, y'all. I appreciate you guys spending some time with me. And remember, guys, just go for that peace, man. Go for that peace. God bless and good night. This is your host, Escort the Disciples, signing off. Take care.